My name is Neil Urban. And we are a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast. A wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers. Thanks, Neil Urban. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good. Thank you. Good. Well, we have a special guest today. Uh, Her name is Lindsay Daddario. She's from Buffalo, New York. How are you doing, Lindsay? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for coming Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, Lindsay kind of had no choice, really, when it comes down to it, because I sent a text earlier today. And what was my text, Lindsay? It you was, tricked me. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of did trick her. And when I called her, I said, oh, Lindsay, you know, like, the only answer is yes. The answer today is yes. And uh, so, Lindsay, just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and, uh, and who you are. Well, I'm a wedding photographer here in Buffalo, New York, and uh, I've been going at it for oh, about eight years now. Um, started out in graphic design, needed some extra cash, so started <laughs> photographing weddings on the weekends with another studio, and uh, just sort of took off from there. Good. Cool. Good. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll maybe get more in depth uh, with uh, Lindsay's background as the show goes on here, but sure. just a little introduction uh, to Lindsay Daddario, who's a very <laughs> cool person. Thank definitely, you, Lindsay, definitely. for being here today and joining yeah. us. Thanks yeah. for having me. Now, Andy, you just came back from your trip. I mean, our last episode uh, we recorded from you recorded from Ireland. Uh, how's how's the rest of your trip? Rest of the trip was awesome. Uh, you know, not too much to add, to be honest, other than. Um, you know, I had a great time photographing uh, just landscapes, and I went to every corner of the country, etc. cetera. Uh, but then by the, um, I guess, you know, maybe the only little update is is kind of what I was mentioning uh, last time where, you know, I you want to network with people across mm-hmm. on the other side of the world. And I, I was just at, like, one corner of the country, and I was um, photographing. Well, I, I, was, I had my camera, and I saw this beautiful-looking couple, and, like, they were taking a selfie of themselves. And I was like, <laughs> hey, do you guys want me to take a photo? So I ended up taking a photo of this couple, and it turns out they ended up being from uh, Chile. Oh, and wow. uh, so I emailed them the photos following, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out they're engaged. <laughs> and, no kidding. And they loved the photos, <laughs> and they and, and in very broken English, they were like, oh, my God, we loved, um, you know, we love the photos. Uh-huh. We would love to have you come photograph our wedding in South America, wow, Chile. yeah. And it's just, it's a very, you know, it's, it's, those are the little things, man. You know, you take yeah. those little risks, and, and why not? Now, it's not right. anything that's definite, and maybe that's like a, you know, even if it's a 20% thing that'll happen. I mean, she mm-hmm. definitely said we, she would love to have me photograph the wedding. So, but those little, those little life things we should, you know, take advantage of and just, you know, I, that, so that's my, I guess my little update that, yeah, uh, yeah. that was uh, pretty cool there. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Neil, <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, not much. I mean, I, you know, I didn't go to, uh, across the world for a trip or anything, but you know, I've been doing some editing. I uh, just got done with a big wedding and, um, been doing taxes. It's that time of year where we all got to think about taxes, which this will be another episode because we'll get more into it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been up to. Not, not fun stuff, but you know, that's what, what I've been part doing. Part of the job. Yeah, it's, it's part it, of the job. 
job. It's yeah. not just taking photos, yes. taking pretty pictures, and <laughs> and that's it. It's editing them, and it's a business side of things yeah. too. And it's this is a whole another episode, which you know we'll talk about accountants and lawyers and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into that in the future. But uh, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so. Lindsay Dodario, what have you been up to recently? Uh, well. Uh, in preparation for next season, I'm working on rebranding for the first time, really, mm. uh, since I started. My business picked up very quick, and uh, I never really revisited a logo or the images <laughs> mm. on my website. Yeah. And so when I look at them now, I just sort of cringe at yeah. uh, the treatment of the images and right, which images right. I've selected back in 2008 when mm-hmm. I first put it all together. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, finally, I've sort of scaled back the number of weddings I'm doing and I'm finding more time in the off season to focus on marketing and branding and all of that good stuff for really the first time. So it's been an interesting process trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what I want to say, what message I want to convey with the images that I pick. And, uh, it's a lot of pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, just a logo, a font that has to say so much Mm -hmm. about me in (laughs) a few letters. (laughs) That's right. Now, are you going to work with a designer? Or are you I am working work with, with a designer, yeah. okay. um, and it's been a lot of back and forth. I feel mm-hmm. terrible for her because I keep giving her these descriptions, and then she gives me precisely what I asked for, yeah. and it's just it's really hard to just run with something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. actually, like a lot of us as photographers, we're all perfectionists to begin with, to start with, so... I think like we're probably awesome clients in the sense that we know what it's like to have clients and we want to try and be the best that we can be. Yet we are still perfectionists sure. about that. And so I mean, I know like, to apologize endlessly, yeah. but yes. I realize I'm being a, a huge pain. Right. <laughs> but, but that's good. I think as long as we realize that, you know. Mm. Um, so th- that's that's good though. Yeah, I mean, for for all of us, I think one of the biggest things is, is like trying to stay on top of keeping our portfolio updated and current. Mm-hmm. And we do like you get so busy during the wedding season to like take time out to do that stuff. It just always goes to the bottom of my list, like yeah. every single time. And actually, even now in the off season, I've had like it on my like I want to start just like a separate commercial website, and mm-hmm. it's like one of my things to do. And every single time it gets put to the end of my list because other things take precedent. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so now we're talking about rebranding and redoing a logo. I mean, they say you should do that almost every five years for you know businesses. Um, I mean, this is your first time in what nine years since two thousand six. Well, really, two thousand eight is 2008? when I started okay. doing it full time, mm-hmm. independently. That is. Um, but yeah, I made my logo for a class in college really? at like 3 a.m. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, I have to have a logo by 9 a.m. I better make something. And it was for an illustration portfolio at the time, okay. not even photography. And uh, when I put together my website for the first time, I just said, well, I have this thing. I'll just use it as a placeholder. And it's still there. (laughs) Well, that's actually, that's a testament to you because a lot of people like sometimes try to make their own logos and they end up being really not so great. You know, but it's not great. But at the same time, it's not terrible. And sometimes you look at some newer photographers and they just have terrible, you know, uh, logos and everything like that. And yours doesn't fall into that category. So that's good with a graphic design background. You must right, have scored so. a little bit, you know, some good points for that logo then if it's been, you know, with you all this time. There's a longevity. Yeah. Yeah. That logo, <laughs> yeah. for sure. 
No, Andy, I mean, what about you? I mean, you've, you've had a logo for oh, quite some God. time now. I don't or, want to talk about my you? logo, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I had ideas, too, about what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with mine and just keep it simple. And I, I'm actually, I'm okay, you know, see, man, I'm happy with it, but I'm not, and it doesn't really say anything. And I actually kind of like, it, like recently started pulling off like the watermark over my images when I post them yeah. because I felt like it was detracting, just, you know, distracting too much from actually viewing the photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so but for marketing wise, we, you know, yeah, it does help though. And, yeah. And it's, and, and it's a constant. Too balance or like struggle in my head do i put the watermark on do i not put the watermark on mm-hmm. and what are the benefits and advantages of, of doing that and not you know it looks nicer and but maybe it's getting passed around on social media without you know that attention coming back to me for taking the photograph right you know yeah so it's a uh, it's a it's always a, a challenge um but uh, but some I of think- us do have our i'm sorry but some of us do have our style as to where even if Let's say if the uh, client uploads an image as to where it's non-watermarked um, because it's one of their their client proofs or whatever. Um, but I, when when one of your clients doesn't, I see it online, doesn't have your watermark, I know it's yours. So it's like you have your style, say with the Lindsay too. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have your style that, you know, sometimes you don't need a watermark that says, you know, there's a Lindsay Daddario image or mm-hmm. a image. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's important to have your own style as long, you know, as well as your logo kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think you your images have to speak for themselves, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, a logo that is a little bit too busy, um, too mm-hmm. fancy, mm-hmm. Uh, can absolutely take away from your images. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do think it's important to have your name associated. I think as artists, we really struggle with sort of the cheesy sales end of, yeah. of <laughs> photography and we mm-hmm. don't want it to look like we're just trying to push ourselves out there constantly yeah. mm-hmm. at the same time we need to protect our images so it's a struggle always mm-hmm. definitely yeah uh, the, the, the balance between that uh the balance you, do you want me want to talk a little bit about that because i think we're we're going to get into what our local area looks like and talk a little bit about that in just a moment here but that that's a good topic that i've been meaning to maybe bring up on the show before is just like online presence and social media, putting your work out there but not going too far. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Or no, you <laughs> Lindsay is shaking her head. No, you, she's like, no, I'm good. Like I just man- brought this up, dude. We're good. <laughs> are you, now are you talking about kind of like how many images you post of, um, you know, putting so much work out there kind of thing? Yeah, I think both yeah. in terms of like numbers, how, you know, are you posting every day? There are some people out there that I see posting every single day and the quality really isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess I guess I'm talking a quantity versus quality thing, uh, but then I'm also talking about, um, you know, maybe within the quality, what are you saying and why are you saying right. what you're saying, and is it a consistent style? So you're saying right? if I have an engagement shoot, I, I shouldn't post all 300 images that I take. Black and white <laughs> and color. Yes, yes, that, yes that, that's basically exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, but then also, but I guess you know the other part of this that I'm trying to mention too is when you cross that line into being annoying. Mm-hmm. Right, as opposed to getting your work out there. I think it's very important, content-wise, to mix it up. Make it not always about weddings specifically. Um, maybe it's you know your travel photos, for example. Mm-hmm. Or you know, for me, it's been 
I've had a really hard time. I've been so busy. Getting out a blog post of a full wedding is just not in the realm of possibility for yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it hasn't been the last couple right. years. I've just been too busy. Mm-hmm. And so somebody came up to me recently and asked if I was still doing wedding photography. Mm-hmm. And that kind of... That sunk yeah, it was in. Like a little jolt. Yeah. yeah, and not only have I been doing wedding photography, I've been really, really busy. Yeah. But no one would have any way of knowing that because I'm not putting anything out there into the world. So I'd made mm-hmm. a decision to start doing the Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I post a little bit more personal stuff of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it is. So I have too. my Instagram now linked in such a way where if I hashtag Lindsay Daddario Photography, it'll populate my blog okay. as well as my business page. Mm. So if I have an Instagram post that's relevant to the business, I'll mm-hmm. throw that hashtag on there. And then at least for SEO purposes and for making it look like I'm still in business, <laughs> um, you know, there's something going out there. But the other part of it is so much of what we're selling uh, is the experience, the mm-hmm. Andy Buscemi experience, the Neil mm-hmm. Urban experience. Yes, it's your portfolio, your style, but also... Um, what sort is of it who like you to are work, as a yeah. person, and I think mm-hmm. being able to showcase your personality and your interests uh, beyond what a wedding photo is going to look like, mm-hmm. people can associate with you and decide if you're somebody they're going to jive with right, or not. Right, right, yeah. It's being the so authentic that we're you. human, yeah. The authentic, the authentic version of you mm-hmm. that's actually you. Because if you put out something that's not you, then you're going to get clients that you don't <laughs> that don't match you or work with you. So uh-huh. you know, I have. You know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I'm a little out there with <laughs> how I talk and I'm a little forward with things, you know, but like, but that's who I am. And if I, if I don't present myself who I actually am when I'm meeting with clients mm-hmm. or h- how I actually interact on social media, then they're getting a different something else. And then that, that wastes their time and my time. And, um, you know, you know I, I, yeah. that's one of the beautiful things about our jobs is we get people to work with us that want to work with us for us. Mm-hmm. And the, the more of those kind of clients that we get that fit our styles and our personalities, the easier our lives are. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've taken jobs with clients that like were not quite the best fit, you know, but you still take the job anyway, of course, you know, because we're still a business and we do. But um, but then those sometimes end up being like the harder you know, weddings to work on the actual wedding day because there's less of a connection with those people, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so. so now, I mean, one of our show topics today, I mean, I know we're kind of jumping into things right here, but since we're on the topic of, of, you know, when you book clients, when you meet with clients, because they're pretty much already sold on the work. I mean, they're in your door. They're pretty much sold on the work. So now when it comes time to meeting them, you know, do you have a way of talking to them? Because pretty much from here on in, it's pretty much them getting to know you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you mean uh, as, they, as they walk in the door for the consult? Yeah, yeah. Or? I mean, they're pretty much sold on the work. And now mm-hmm. it's time for them to get to know you. Do you have a way of you know, talking to them or is it strictly to business? I mean, I've sat in on a couple um, uh, bookings as to where, you know, with other photographers because, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of struggled of booking weddings. So I sat on a couple of bookings and... I kind of realized kind of right away of what they were doing wrong. It's yeah. like they sat down with a client and then all of a sudden they throw their packages right in front of them. Yeah. There was like no conversation. That's a bad idea. You know, yeah. <laughs> but so, a lot of people don't know that then. Right? No, they, I mean, no yeah, they don't. Yeah, they yeah. don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is uh-huh. secret stuff here, people. Take, take, take notes. <laughs> so, so, so who wants to jump in first with that then? I mean, you kind of touch on Do you want to start, Lindsay? Or? Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when I first started out, I was meeting clients in coffee shops, mm-hmm. and I was very young, and I looked even younger. Um, 
and being able to prove that I was legitimate was tough. Um, people would ask questions like, well, how old are you? And are you still in school? And those sort of things. How many weddings have you done? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it was frustrating because I thought the work would speak for itself. You know, well, you saw the portfolio. You're here. You obviously like the work. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> that I don't have that problem quite as much anymore just because I'm older. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a studio space now. Um, so there are, there are little things like that that help. But I think for me, the biggest, I was still booking all of those weddings at the coffee shop mm-hmm. because I found that most of my clients realized this is somebody I would want at my wedding regardless. Yes. Like this is my friend mm-hmm. and I like her as mm-hmm. a human. So yes. if she's looking at one photographer who she has nothing in common with, um, who maybe has similar work, mm-hmm. they're going to pick me because they feel comfortable with me. There's yes. a bride getting ready in the morning. I know, Andy, you and I have talked about this. Yes. and getting shunned out of the, uh, the room yes. as the bride's getting ready. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, there is, there's a, a big selling feature there. So um, I was put on the spot once with a client, and they said, well, you know, we're looking at this other studio. They're a little bit less expensive. Their mm. work is very similar to yours help us out. Yeah. Why should we hire you? And I was just, I was almost offended. Um, <laughs> but you know, it made me think about, well, it's a really good question. I need to know the answer to that. And, yeah. and really it was the personality and, and that's mm-hmm. all I could think of to say in that moment. I said, if it's a matter of $200, your personalities are going to shine in your photos mm-hmm. so much better. If you're comfortable with the person who's got their camera in your face, like yes. the paparazzi yeah. <laughs> yeah. all day on the most important day of yeah. your life. To be able to um, capture not only what that wedding looked like, but what that wedding felt like is Mm -hmm. really important. And if the couple doesn't feel like they're a good personality match with that photographer, the feeling of their photos is going to completely change if they're not comfortable. Uh, One thing that you actually said to me that sticks out in my mind, and I actually say this to my clients to this day, I kind of stole it from you. You're (laughs) welcome. Yes. (laughs) But uh, one thing that you mentioned that I think is really, really um, beautiful and smart, and it's the way that it should be, is... I, you know, if I have a couple in, I always kind of mention to them that, you know, it's okay to meet with other photographers. And especially the, the specific point that you mentioned is um, just that with, oh, oh, that you'd never, like, take it personally, I guess. You know, if somebody else, sure. if, or, mm-hmm. man, what is it yeah, actually? If somebody, that, if somebody uh, hires Neil instead of me. You look at Neil's work and you look at my work, they're very different. Now, there are other situations where the work is very similar mm-hmm. and the personalities are totally different. So, you know, it's, they've got to feel it out and figure out what the best match is. Oh, I remember is. what it is. You said it's a very personal decision yeah. who you decide to go with. And yeah. it, it is. is. It really yeah, every, is. And actually mentioned that, like, when I refer out, when I'm booked myself, at the end of my email that I have where I list different people that are possible to look into, I say, mm-hmm. you know, it ends up being a very personal decision. You know, meet with some different people and see who personality-wise is yeah. going to work best with you, not only just the work, but just in terms of personality, too. Yeah. Who do you want there as part of your wedding day as one of the most important days of your life? Right. Yeah. And, and this all- is their legacy that yeah. we're and talking about here. What I tell my brides is that I'm with you more than your, your fiancé, your husband, on the wedding day. I'm the one that's going to be with you more than your husband on yeah. your wedding day. I mean, <laughs> think about that. That's a thought. You know. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, no, I mean, no, no. the husband doesn't see oh, the I bride know. until yeah, the ceremony. Totally I'm with her true. like for <laughs> 
three or four hours before that. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not talking. Okay. Yeah, we're we're not talking about late at night, you know. <laughs> no, absolutely. But uh, but early in the morning, Andy. <laughs> oh man, that's totally true, though. Yeah. Like like, and that's especially the thing like when they don't have a wedding planner. Like like sometimes you know, for me, I don't know what it's, your percentage is with the wedding planner versus mm-hmm. not, but for me. It's, they don't always have that wedding planner, and it, that ends up falling on our shoulders. You Even, know, I end yeah. up co- you know, contacting them like, hey, like, let me help you with your itinerary so we have enough time for photos, you know, and mm-hmm. we, I can help you. I, I've done hundreds of these things and I can help you with, with uh, the itinerary, you know? Yeah. And even um, when they have wedding planners, it's like we take over the time. I mean, we run the timeline because the wedding planner isn't there all day. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they have to get to the reception after the ceremony and we kind of take over from there. Yeah. So we kind of, we kind of run the show. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a very personal decision. So mm-hmm. I never answered your original oh. question. Oh, okay. Good, good memory. That's, that's why we love. I went on a tangent. I don't even remember the, I don't even remember um, the original question. You asked what the process is when the clients do come into oh, the yeah. studio. Uh, and mm-hmm. we were talking about sales pitches and so forth. And so for me, it's about a conversation. I don't right. talk sales until they ask, mm-hmm. if they ask. Yeah. Because a lot of times, they've already seen the packages. As you said, they've already seen the work. They kind of have a feel for whether or not you're going to be their photographer. Okay, so you do show the packages before the meeting. They, they kind of know what they're getting themselves yeah. into. Well, my website has sort of the basic outline okay. of the packages, um, and then I usually send that in an email and as well. Is that well. password protected, or is it out, just out there? The the base package mm-hmm. is out there for the world to okay. see, and then, like, all the fine details, albums, prints, Good. that kind of stuff. Um, it gives people – It for me, it's um, – sort of a trick, I guess, to get them to email me for more information. And then Mm -hmm. I can get that conversation going and, you know, make it personal and ask them questions so that it's a sales thing just to get them to start engaging with me. Yeah, they can see how often or how quick you can respond, how professional you are. Well, I wouldn't call it a trick, though. I would call Mm -hmm. it, you know, what it is because, you know, I went through, I think a lot of photographers go through this phase where at first everything's up. You know, like all the prices are up. And then you kind of like pull back because then you're getting more information in terms of who's actually contacting mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know, so you have a better idea of, of when you're getting contacted. It gives you more chances to refer out to, to people in your local network. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then also when, when you send out that initial um, information, uh, you're, you're getting, you can put, insert your personality into it a little bit. And that really matters is putting your, your personality out there so they can Absolutely. get a feel of what it's actually right. like to work with you on that initial response that, that you get back to them. That email has to be personalized. Yes. Yeah. It can't yeah, just be, here's the information. Yes. Uh-huh. You, know, you have to <laughs> yeah. be engaging and ask questions and be excited about meeting them and working with them. Yes. And I think yeah. all of us, got into this because we love photography and we love people and we yes. love love yes. and um, you know we can't lose sight of all of that at the end of the day they're excited and we should be just as excited right alongside exactly. them exactly basically because yeah. because wh- that's who I want to work with yeah you know and, and that's so much of what it comes down to is like put yourself in our clients shoes and then you know be be what our clients want us to be you know like and mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. they'll respond to that, and we'll get better photos because of that, because they see that we're excited. We, you know, we legitimately are excited. We legitimately care about, you know, we end yeah. up, it ends up becoming very personal that we end up, like, caring so much about these people yeah. that we're yeah. photographing that that's where the, that's where the love happens, man. I you love know? a good like, love story, and I cry at almost every wedding yeah. to this day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And people also love talking about themselves, so... 
That's yeah. just kind of yeah, sales on, 101. Look at this, look at this podcast right here. You know? <laughs> look at this podcast. Perfect our, enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's how our meetings are usually are. We, we usually don't even talk about the weddings until like a half hour into it, almost 45 minutes. I mean, our wedding, our wedding consults, they last almost two hours. I don't know about you guys, but because we just kind of want to get to know the couple, how, how they, you know, started going out, how the engagement happened. And then if they drop a couple lines, say if they're, you know, they got married in wine country because we, you know, I love wine. So then that's another conversation. And we usually don't even start talking about the wedding until, you know, yeah. like I said, almost mm-hmm. 45 minutes yeah. into it. And it's then like, they have an crap. investment in you guys at that right. point. They've, yeah. they've spent two hours of their life talking to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. And, <laughs> and, and, and sharing laughs and yes. all that stuff. You know, it's very important to have these conversations of connecting with people. Yes. And that also helps out on the on the photo shoots of their engagement shoot or something like that. Because you know what they're into. You know where to yes. go. Kind of and thing. they're more comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. So, so, Lindsay, when you're starting to consult... Uh, uh, same same kind of thing. We're trying to build up relationships with people. It's really not so much about um, you know our prices. We want to kind of we don't want. Oh, here's my point. Here's here's, <laughs> here's my point. Uh, if, there's got, they're laughing because we had this point and I just kind of lost it. We had to pause the recording. We're coming back in. So if you lost, if you saw a little bit of a cut in there, that's what that was. But my point is is you know when we talk about pulling off uh, the prices from the website. That's why, because we sh- people shouldn't be hiring based on a price because they don't know what's really involved mm-hmm. in, in hiring somebody for their wedding or who they're going to get and how much we actually put into it to make these photos happen. These photos don't happen if we don't have a relationship. Right. So if the first thing that they see is prices, they're going to hire us or not hire us based on sp- the prices alone. But if they don't, then it becomes more about the actual, you know, about what our personality is and, mm-hmm. how we, and, and what we actually do, what actually goes into um, you know, successfully photographing a wedding with with everything that goes into it. I think it. that kind of yeah. depends on your market as well. You're gonna in any market have people who have a budget and need to stick to it, mm-hmm. and they're gonna see that entry price and say, okay, well, that's just not an option. Um, but if they do see that entry price, then it's maybe it's a little high, but maybe they can swing it, and mm-hmm. then they have that opportunity to connect with you and realize, okay, this guy's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, once yeah. you get that conversation going then they see the value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so along those notes, uh, Lindsay, when you're at a consult and you're starting a consult, what is it that, how are you presenting? Are yeah. uh, well, I guess, how are we presenting our businesses, mm-hmm. you know, when they, when they walk in and the initial question that you had asked? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure all of us probably do this very differently, but, um, as I mentioned, I, you know, just basic conversation to start, how'd you guys meet that sort of thing? Um, where do you live? A lot of my clients are from out of town. They come back to Buffalo to get married, that sort of thing. Just mm-hmm. trying to connect with them any way you can, find topics that you can relate to. That Wait sort a second. Of thing. What do you mean they're coming back to Buffalo? They don't, they don't <laughs> live here? Is that what you're saying? Why not? I don't know. I love it here. <laughs> I love it here too. We love Buffalo. Yeah, we That's do, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and people always come back. They, you know, they, they test out the waters. Yeah, they test out the waters. They get married somewhere else, and then after they get married, then they come back. After I can't tell yeah. you how many times I've taken clients out for engagement sessions around the wedding day to different locations around the city where they just kind of leave it up to me to pick it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wow, I've never been here. This is really cool." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, you should probably move home now." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I anyway. totally interrupted you again. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, we'll get back to this question. Sorry. Uh, um, I do keep a uh, a screen with a, a slideshow that's sort of 
got some images running on it in the background. Um, sometimes it's just a good talking point if you mm-hmm. run out of things to say, or they might see somebody they know on there, or mm-hmm. they w- might point out something that they really love, and you can kind of get a feel for their taste, that sort of thing. Now, for the slideshow, is it kind of like your best work, or is it yeah, maybe basically images my website. from one wedding? Okay, it's, yeah. okay. Um, and then I, uh, once we've sort of hit the lull in the conversation where we've covered all the basic sort of small talk things, um, I'll generally ask if they want to, I guess, be walked through a sample wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll base it on where their venue is, maybe pull up a wedding that sounds like it would be sort of a similar vibe to theirs, and just kind of run through what a, what a web gallery looks like, what the ordering processes like, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Show them the benefits of you know, my second shooter and what my second shooter is shooting, what I'm shooting, all of that stuff. Walk them through the day. Um, and then after that, I'll maybe mention, oh, you got the, uh, the packages in the, in the email. Did you have any questions about any of that stuff? Um, and then mm-hmm. a lot of times it's just a, a quick wrap-up from there. You know, mm-hmm. let me know if you have yeah. any more questions. Now, you would mentioned slideshows and web galleries. Now, what about albums? I mean, do you have, like, yep. an, a vast array of albums? Like, I don't know? have a vast array at all. <laughs> That's probably good, though. Yeah. That's probably good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a photographer recently who told me they leave their albums blank, which I thought was very interesting. Hmm. Um, just to sort of say, this is um, this, the styles that we offer. You know, you can have a flush mount or a matted album. These are the colors that they There's can no come in. There's no photos inside? No photos. That's, that's very interesting wow. because, Because I mean, you don't want to associate. What happens is people want to visualize themselves in these books. Mm-hmm. And if they can't sort of associate with the people in that album, mm. they're maybe not going to like that album. I think that's the idea that's behind one this. one theory, that's, anyway. That's, I don't yeah, know if I totally agree I, with I'm it. I'm not but, sure I mean, how I, where I fall on this one yeah, yeah. I see where they're coming I mean, from. Even though the, it might look like a beautiful album, but the print quality or, you know, it just might look a little sure. bit, you know, yeah. you just never know. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's yeah. pretty interesting. I but, thought it was you know, yeah. worth bringing up anyway. Oh, if our um, listeners, you know, do that, you know, let us know how it works out for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I have uh, basically three yeah, me too. albums, yeah. and um, you know, just like a standard traditional one, one that's a little bit more edgy, flush mount style. And yeah. Now, do you kind of have something for every budget kind of thing, or is it just everything kind of like across the board, or like uh, like you know, the same price but just three different albums to choose from um, that price? They range in price a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I think that's that's the general idea that a lot of people c- come down to is like try not to confuse people with too many options mm-hmm. and um, if you give them too many options, it just becomes overwhelming. It's like if you're going to like the Chinese, you know, go to buy Chinese and you have 1,000 different options, yeah, you get overwhelmed yeah. at what you have to choose. We're the professionals. We know the style that we like. This is part of our product and presentation of how we do our things, and we should be confident in the choices that we're deciding on and presenting and our clients our with different best. options. Yes. Right. You know, it's a yeah. branding yep. thing as well. Mm-hmm. You've got to yeah. choose those albums that best suits your work and your company. Mm-hmm. So I guess... Uh, Maybe we'll get just into a little bit of uh, our creating an, a local community or like what is what is happening in our local community. I think I just want to talk a little bit about right here in Buffalo and Western New York because we have a lot of good things going on where, I mean, even if you take this table, for example, like the three of us are all, you know, when you look at the top let's be you know we want to be modest here you look at the, <laughs> you look, you look at the top, top let's four. say let's say 
40. <laughs> if you look at the top 40, three, top 40. you're all at the stable. <laughs> you know. No, but if you look at the top 100 people in Buffalo, okay, we mm. definitely, let's be, we show up in that category, okay? But we're all here, and we're all, we're all like really good friends, and we hang out, and we, we have these social nights and everything like that, and technically we're competitors, but we're, we, we, we share friendships with each other, and I think mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing in this and around here and, and and part of that started um kind of with what was happening before with like like what used to be meetup groups but then led into facebook groups and all these things and Lindsay started a, a group within our community a few years ago um that has been really in, you know really good for for us for making those things happen so maybe i don't know yeah definitely who wants Lindsay, if you want to talk a little bit about how that started yeah, how did or you start what, it up uh, and when the, did you you know decide to say hey our our city needs this sure um i guess it was maybe four years ago now um I, part of it was social. You know, we are we work alone. We sit in our studios by ourselves all day, every day. We don't have coworkers, um, that sort of thing. And I thought it would be nice just to have some new people to hang out with, for mm-hmm. one. Um, but the biggest reason was uh, I really believe in the theory of a rising tide raises all ships. And I thought when I was first starting out, there were photographers that helped me along the way, um, with the simplest of things. Um, oh, did you know this little trick in Photoshop? Stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Business things, all of that. And uh, I thought, you know, I don't ever want there to be a world where one photographer loses a job to another photographer because uh, they're not insured and they didn't know to have insurance. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, yeah. so we, we have this group. Uh, maybe it's easier to talk about it this way, uh, that has people who are brand new. We have amateurs, um, students in the group, and then we have people who've been doing it for 40, 50 years and who have all kinds of insight on the the history and the business and all of that stuff. And we have this Facebook group, and uh, basically people post questions, comments, stories, all of that, and people reply in a really healthy, productive way for the most. And that's for the most. <laughs> yes, that is for the most part. Um, so. so, yeah, as the uh, I guess moderator or mom, as I'm sometimes referred to yes. in the group, uh, every once in a while I need to get involved when people get a little uh, feisty, shall we say? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, generally speaking, it's been a, a really amazing network. Uh, if somebody, um, your second shooter, breaks his arm and you need somebody that day, there are now 450-some members in this group of Western and Central New York (laughs) photographers um, that you can pull from. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been really interesting just to see everybody's takes. There's no sort of regulation of the photography industry. Um, So to be able to to ask these questions and, Mm -hmm. and have people speak very openly and honestly about them has been really, really interesting and really productive um, and For, we also, there's, a, again, a social element to it as well. So mm-hmm. we get together once a month for drinks, and uh, we do breakfast every once in a while as well. Mm-hmm. And, and in turn, we've all become pretty great friends. I, I mm-hmm. feel like I have a really large group of friends that are all photographers that I never would have probably even met had mm-hmm. it not been for this group we yeah. would see each other at sort of the popular venues around town and wonder who one another was yeah and- mm-hmm. like there like there's this old school mentality where i feel like a lot of the you know like if you would have taken the top um four okay no, or the top <laughs> or the top hundred uh you know wedding photographers in the western new york area mm-hmm. 50 years ago 
nobody really, none of those people, I think for the most part, spoke to each other and everybody held on to their secrets and um, and it was very competitive, right? Yeah. And, but the internet came along and YouTube and all of these different Facebook groups and all these things that changed all of that. And mm-hmm. so the two options are continue to be that, continue, continue to be alone on your island or work with each other and, and raise the bar for everybody. And that, therefore, we all get better. Yeah. And right. even in the sense of us doing this podcast right now, right? <laughs> we could, in the old school way, be like worried about, oh my God, we're giving away all of our secrets and so-and-so is going to find out about this and then they're going to do the same thing that we do. However, we're doing this podcast and then by doing it, we are raising our own ability and mm-hmm. level of, from talking to other people and and if we keep rising at the same level, right, if we keep going up, then it doesn't matter because we're just going to keep going up as well. Right. Yeah. If you stop at any point, if you stop learning at any point, you're like, done, overdue, mm-hmm. sorry. That's the culture that, the, that having everything be out there now is, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's my opinion <laughs> on it, right? Yeah, I think if you're not able to elevate above sort of those introductory things of, of business or equipment or client meetings, all of these things that we talk about all the time. If, if somebody else finds out your trick and puts you out of business, then you shouldn't be in business. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the group has, I mean, close to 500 photographers. And, you know, for, for the people who are listening, that Buffalo is not really a big city compared to, you know, other cities that are out there like Chicago and New York. I mean, that's a lot of photographers. Um, any insights on, you know, where this industry is going with, you know, being saturated with so many photographers? Hmm. Any thoughts on that? Well, you know, to be totally frank about it, I think if you took that number of how many is it, 550 or 485, I think, I think yeah. the last time I looked. So, like, out of that, how many people are actually working full time? Like, if you had to guess. But how many you know, people are trying to work? How, yeah, how many time? people are yeah. trying? Yeah, that's, that's true. How many people are trying to work full time? And then how many people are just amateurs that are just kind of following along that have dreams of it? But people that don't do things. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many people out there that think about what they want to do and then just don't take those actions to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's anything, if, you're, if you've listened this far, if you're listening to a podcast like this this long, it means you're super interested and you're super, um, you're way ahead of the game already compared to many other people. Um, it's a matter of taking that extra step and then doing it, right? Um, but with so many people in the group, um, you know, I don't know that... Uh, it is changing, but I, I guess I come back to everybody's raising at the same time. I guess maybe I'm not making any point that mm-hmm. that's, that's... So you're pretty much not said. worried about the number because it is a lot of hard work well, to get where we yeah. are, right? There's only so many, so many... Okay, there's only so many weddings in a certain area anyway. Mm-hmm. And the cream will always rise to the top because it has to, right? If If... If it became so saturated that the people up top were only sh- were not shooting enough to be full time anymore, then then the I don't think that's going to happen. I don't I don't think that can happen. I could be totally mistaken. Well, see, but, I'm lo- I'm looking at the growth of the group that you know two years ago, only two years ago, that group probably had about 112, I think 110, 112 photographers, just in two years alone. And that I mean that number almost quadrupled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just in two years alone, that's that's a lot of photographers. But play, play this thought and experiment I think with there's me, a lot you? more. I think there's a lot more photographers than there are brides now. You know, as to where a couple of years ago there wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
But do you see where, where I was going with that thought experiment? Like, what would happen if, what, is it possible, I mean, I guess maybe just, like, do you think it's possible that it would get so saturated that the people up top, like the best people in the area, and this doesn't have to be ARIA, but just over on the area in general, would it get so saturated that they don't have enough work to be full-time? Is that possible? Or wouldn't they... I or, think what or, we're or, doing is we're going back to what Neil Van Niekirk mentioned a couple couple episodes ago about how the working you know working studio you can't no long you can no longer you know uh, support a family that kind of thing because now there's so many photographers to choose from that you know if yeah but I mm-hmm. believe the cream rises to the top yeah it's, I well, still so believe I. that your work you your have, work stands out against other people's well, so work so does yours and, you and know, so does you, Lindsay's you know, that's right, why we're on the right? show but. <laughs> Lindsay's, Lindsay's, Lindsay's just about like, to say what, what did I just get myself she, Lindsay's into? about These to say look like they're about to jump across the table. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just getting excited about it. You know, it's yeah. a, no, well, I think the top Everyone's photographers. Everyone's posture has changed during this. No, the top photographers, they with have to up. keep on their top of their game because there's 400 something photographers going after yes. the top. Four. Yes. You know what I mean? There's 400 photographers Yeah, right at this table. You. No, no. I'm just, I'm I mean, just think, no, think about it. Let, okay, let's... I'm not saying that we are, but let's say if we are the top three. Okay. There's 480 that we know of, 482 photographers gunning after us. They want our spot. So they're all educating themselves just as much as... So that means we have to as well. Yes. And yes, that, that means... It's a never-ending process Right, of and growth. that's why, yes. why we raise... That's why we're doing the podcast. Yes. That's why we educate... Because that puts ourselves, you know, we, that keeps us on top of our game. Yes. Um, but these people, they're, you know, it's, it's getting fierce out there. <laughs> because I'm just seeing this number grow, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it, Neil's it, getting nervous. Yes, yeah, but, but, it's, but it's, it's a big number, but uh, I don't, I still believe that the cream rises yeah, to the well, top. I, I and, it's, and And the one thing that always, that the nice thing about our jobs is that, like, Man, you can get, we can get worried from year to year, and to some extent we all do, right? Like, to some extent we all do. But the way I see it is, if, I ever, if my numbers are ever low, then I'm going to have time to change my site. You know, with the things that I don't have time for right now, you know, because I am busy enough. But if I, if I, are not, if I don't book enough one year and I'm not as busy that year then I'm going to have time to up my game and do these other things that I've been meaning to do or wanting to do that, I, that keep getting pushed to the bottom yeah. of my list. So you here's know? the other thing so, about a networking group. So let's say your, your business does start to, to decline a little bit. Somebody else, not that it's declining, but there's somebody else who's just as good at, as you are, who's getting a lot of business as well, um, and they're already booked. Well, if you've made friends with them and gone to brunch with them at your local photographers meet up yes. the odds of you getting that referral are way higher yes mm-hmm. than if you um I, I just know for me personally mm-hmm. when it comes to hiring a second shooter when it comes to giving out referrals there could be a photographer whose work is amazing but if i don't know them personally i'm not going to send them the work yes. so right. yeah, network yeah people don't get that the networking part like come to, like we have these meetups for a reason like come and like you know grab a beer like let's let's find out who you are Mm -hmm. rather than just being like oh nobody will let me second shoot for them well i of course i'm not gonna let you second shoot for you i've never met you before and i take my job seriously i take my i take what i do seriously and i'm not just gonna have some nobody that i don't know Mm -hmm. shoot a wedding with me if i don't know what your personality is with because the personality matters on a wedding day i don't care as well as your skill not one single usable photo as long as you don't embarrass me. Like, that is a number. I mean, that's not true. But yeah. number one is do not embarrass me yeah. as my second shooter. <laughs> so personality yeah. is, is yeah. a number one. <laughs> yes, and there are 
as well. We won't some, get into yeah, that. Exactly. We'll, we'll skip the rest of that part. Of the I can shoot us. We can talk about another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could go on for a while. No, I just want. I just want to. You know, that I'm not getting worried. Yeah. But what I am getting worried is that there's so many photographers in this chat room out there in other cities are willing to take the thousand dollar jobs and under. And I, I, you know, I realize everybody has to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you have a website, if you have a wedding portfolio, if you have wedding images on your website. That excuse is pretty much out the door. You, you really shouldn't be um, charging that low amount just for the sake of getting work because you already have wedding work in your right. website. Yeah, so that's what I'm really Stop, yeah, worried that's about. That's the difference. Because when yep. there's someone who posts in the chat group saying, "Hey, I got a lead. I'm already booked. Their max budget is a thousand dollars," you'll see like twenty, thirty photographers going after that, mm-hmm. and that I think that is what's bringing down the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, although. I will always say that it's okay when you're starting off to definitely, you know what I mean, yeah, to build 100%. up a portfolio. You need but, to, but here's, but if here's you have the a thing: website I, yeah. with the wedding images on it. Yeah, you don't, you no longer have that excuse. Yes, and once you get to a certain point, you do yourself and everybody else a complete disservice by not asking yourself the question: How much money do I want to make per year? Mm-hmm. And we keep talking about doing a pricing show, and it is coming. <laughs> It'll up. come. It'll but come. It is, it is the number one thing that you have to. You have to ask yourself first: How much money? do you want to make per year? You have to ask yourself that question. What is it worth your time? Because if, because once you ask that question, how much you should be making per year, then you can ask yourself how much time are you able to work per year? How many weddings can you do per year? And then you can divide, okay, mm-hmm. with some simple math on how much you need to be making, not charging per wedding in order to hit that number after you pay New York State your taxes or whatever your state taxes are and your federal taxes mm-hmm. in order to make that amount of money and, and be a sustainable business. You do yourself a complete disservice if you don't ask that question. And I can almost guarantee you once you divide that number, and by however many you're capable of shooting, it's not a thousand dollars. Right. You know that's what it yeah. comes down to, and um, so that's and that's part of the reason why I feel like the people that are at top will continue to book enough in order to maintain a full time mm-hmm. life because uh, because the level of work will continue is will show because you are we are shooting full time. If you're shooting part time. Your level of work isn't going to be what it's going to be when you're out there every every week doing it. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we are, yeah, we have to work know? harder. We're you know putting longer hours. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, interesting. So yeah, that was a, that was a good good little conversation there. Um, I think uh, that's probably going to wrap things up at this point. I think we probably we hit all of our topics here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to thank Lindsay Daddario yes, for you, Lindsay. Uh, for answering my t- my text message and uh, getting back to me in the very in the very sly way that I did. Hopefully, you'll and, uh, be back. Yeah. <laughs> and, it wasn't uh, too painful. Okay. And uh, so, with that, uh, I just want to say thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, please keep any questions coming in if you can email them to info at weddingphotographersunites dot com. That would be awesome. We're here to help you. We'll, we're here to answer uh, any questions that you have, as well as any reviews on iTunes would be amazing yes, uh, please to help do. us. And out um, of all people, photographers should realize how important reviews are, so please send us some <laughs> yes. reviews. And just go to <laughs> iTunes and just uh, search the podcast and uh, review us there. That would be fantastic. Um, other than that, uh, we are Wedding Photographers Unite, and thanks for listening. And yeah, we'll Lindsay, uh, where, uh, where yep. can our followers uh, follow you or <laughs> find you? Thanks yeah. for catching me on yeah, that because no I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah, tell our followers where they can find you. Um, my website's www.didario.com. 
Mm-hmm. Or uh, at Lindsay Daddario on Instagram, slash mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, all of that good stuff. Cool, cool. And you can find me at Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Just type in my name anywhere, and uh, I'm sure to, I'll sure to pop up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, same thing if you Google my name, Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. All that good stuff will come up on social media for me there, too. So uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening in, and we will catch you next time. All right, thank you. See ya. Wedding photographers. Invite.